You're listening to The Author's Leverage, where it's all about your book and how to create a greater impact and a greater income with it. This podcast is for the author who knows there's more you can do with that book. Whether you're publishing your first one ever or you've written multiple bestsellers, the path to greatness begins by looking around and seeing that you are, at this moment, standing right in the middle of your own acre of diamonds. My friends, your book is a brand. I'm Parshel Tashi, creative entrepreneur and education design architect, and I'll be your guide diving into the minds of successful authors, renowned publishers, and industry experts to glean practical wisdom you can integrate into your book writing, launch, and marketing strategies today. You'll hear straight from the source how authors like you were able to publish their best work and build wildly profitable, successful businesses around it. Welcome aboard The Author's Leverage. How do you really want to help people? If you really want to impact people and then make money, your course is going to turn your book into a brand and it's going to become the lead generator. It's going to become the money. Are you wasting time on social media and creating content that's getting no results? Well, this episode is for you. In fact, I believe you'll find it enlightening and transformative. I'm so honored today to be talking with Dr. Terry Levine. Dr. Terry is the founder of the Heartrepreneur Movement, which disrupts the transactional way business is done. She's a top business and marketing consultant specializing in creating hyper-profitable sales machines using her proven method to get a conveyor belt of qualified prospects organically. She is an in-demand keynote speaker on business, sales, and marketing, and oh my gosh, she's written numerous bestsellers on the topic. She has her own podcast, TV show, magazine, and she's seen in the media as one of America's foremost authorities in growing businesses. She also has been named as one of the top 10 coaches in the world and the top female coach in the world. Not only has she established multi-million dollar businesses of her own, She's helped over 6,000 clients and 444 different industries grow their business. In this episode, we dive into her book, which is called The Conversion Equation Formula. If you are a coach, consultant, speaker, author, we talk about the business that you're really in, and it's not what you think. (laughs) We also talk about the fact that you don't have to follow what everyone else is doing. In fact, you can do it in a way that works for you. Thanks for being here. Let's go ahead and jump into the interview. With Dr. Terry Levine. All right. We are here with the wonderful, amazing, dynamic, charismatic, all that stuff, Miss Terry Levine. Terry, thank you so much for your time and being with me today. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. We've had so many awesome conversations. Now we're going to have another one. Yay. Yes, absolutely. And I, I want you to introduce yourself as well um, in your own way. Tell us who you are and how you make the world better. Thank you. So I'm Dr. Terry Levine. I am a a business consultant. I'm a best-selling author. I'm a keynote speaker. And literally, I've been very blessed that the world of business has been really good to me. So for the last 27 years, I have been helping other people have that same kind of success in business, whether they're a coach, a consultant, an author, a speaker, a trainer, just passing forward everything that I can to help them enjoy the work they do more, serve more people, and make more money too. 
Man, that's incredible. And you guys, she's not just like a one-time author or two-time author. <laughs> Tell them how many books you have uh, written. Okay, so this is uh, the conversion equation that literally just yeah. came out. Is my 47th title. Yes, 4-7. I am on a break for a hiatus from writing for a while. I love to write. I just It's a hobby. It's it's a passion. So I'm not advocating that other people write 47 books. <laughs> oh, but no, it's, it's incredible. It just speaks to your dedication to this work and what it means to express yourself, to articulate your thoughts. And uh, it's just, it's powerful. It really, really is. So I'm curious to hear a little bit about your success, right? And, and you mentioned how the world of business has treated you well and um, all of that. So tell us a little bit about that experience for you. Sure. So I went to college originally, got my master's degree as a speech language pathologist. And when I came out of school, you know, I had nothing in terms of sales, business, marketing, zero. And I started a speech clinic. <laughs> and I had high overhead. I had a lot of equipment. I had office space. I had a receptionist. And I had no patients, zero. I, I didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. And I finally figured out for myself formulaically, there was a way to go get patients. I had to get referrals from doctors. So I had to break into that. And I grew this business in a very small town into a million dollar business. And someone came along and they bought it. And I thought, hmm, I wonder if I could take that same formula and start a different business. So I started a really different business, a home art show company. And I was able to grow that to multi-millions of dollars. And then I sold that. And then I started another business and I sold that. So this is actually my eighth the multi-million dollar business. And this is the one that I love. That's why I've been in this one for 27 years. I'm not selling this. I'm not planning to go anywhere. I finally found like my sweet spot. And when I got into this, I just decided wasn't about making money anymore. It was about helping as many people as I could, creating a legacy, and then having other people pass forward what I know so that that could go on and on and on. So that's where I'm at today. Wow. That's incredible. And how did you know that you had found that sweet spot? Mm, nice question. So, you know, the world is so interesting. I call it my miracle. I was really fed up and I took a job in corporate for five years. That was my big mistake. Mm. Uh, I spent five years there. They loved me. I was president of a national healthcare company and I was miserable. Mm. And so I went to a mind, body and spirit conference and I got on the plane. I sat next to a woman. Now let's go back 28 years ago. And I was chatting with people. I said, oh, what do you do? And she said, I'm a coach. I said, oh, what sport? What team? She's <laughs> like, no, I'm a business coach. I'm like, what? And as soon as she described it, I just felt like the universe said, there it is. I knew instantly that was on a Friday. By Monday morning, I'd enrolled in a coach training school and I planned my resignation, you know, as soon as I could build my business. So it, it was really paying attention to who showed up in front of me. Yes, yes. And you paid attention for sure with, you know, kind of sort of connecting the dots between your different businesses. And, you know, at the heart of all of that is marketing and sales. I mean, without those functions in place and operating well, you know, you're not, you're going to have zero, you know, or it's going to be hard to get the one and the next one. So 
what have you learned in your experiences? You know, what is what is it about marketing that a lot of people are missing? Mm. I'll sum it up. Um, it is the conversion equation. So, yeah. you know, when I figured out the formula in my business, I'm like, wonder if this applies to my next business. And then that one built really fast. And then my next one. And, you know, one of my, this is a crazy story. It was the right business at the right time. It was me and two partners. We started a rehabilitation company and we went from literally zero to 88 million, three of us working that like crazy people <laughs> um, in, in less than about eight months. Okay. And I tell people I couldn't duplicate it again. You're not going to duplicate it probably. However, we had the formula and we had three people who were willing to work a ridiculous amount of hours doing something that we knew was a wide open niche. But I tell people in every industry, this formula works. And the problem is most people don't know it. So people spend hours on social media, wasting time, energy. They hire fake experts. They get involved in programs. They spend hours and hours networking online, offline, creating gobs of content, and they don't get results. So they need to learn the conversion equation, which, you know, of course, is why I wrote the book, because I wanted to help more people in marketing and sales. Yeah, absolutely. And you're, you're definitely the person for it. And I encourage everybody listening to take out a pen and pad. I mean, whenever I've seen Terry just speak and share her wisdom, it's always you leave with notes. <laughs> so I encourage you guys to definitely pay attention. So let's dive in then. I'm curious, can you introduce us to to the to the conversion equation formula i'm excited to do it so it's four parts and i agree i recommend people do take notes you know obviously get the book and let me give you the essence of it the first thing that you have to understand before i give you part one is that most of the time the human brain i'm also a clinical psychologist <laughs> most of the time the human brain is in downtime so downtime is this, um, have you ever driven home from somewhere and been like, I don't even remember passing the light or anything like that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's our brain in downtime. And our brain goes into downtime with habitual things, reading email, scrolling Facebook, watching TV. It's habitual. The brain goes, I don't need to be that active. It's not that important. So the first thing you need to understand is that your target audience is in downtime. So part one of the conversion equation is interrupt, interrupt. What you need to be able to do is have, and I call it a headline. It doesn't matter if it's written. It doesn't matter if it's oral. It doesn't matter if it's visual, like this is also, where somebody goes, what? And they stop and they pay attention. That's interrupt. We have to get someone's brain into uptime. Otherwise, we've done nothing for them. Once we interrupted them, now this is the human brain again. The human brain goes, yeah, okay. And it likes to go back into downtime. <laughs> kind of protects itself. So part two of the conversion equation is we must engage them. We interrupted them and now we have to keep them in uptime by engaging them with something that's still of interest to them. So I'll just give you an example. If you're scrolling on Facebook and something says, um, if you need five clients, you can have them in four days and you need five clients, you're interrupted. You're like, what? And you pay attention. However, you're going to go back to sleep in terms of your brain and downtime. Now I need to engage you. Here's Mary Smith. She had a business just like yours. And this is what Mary Smith said. So now you're like, huh? And you get more interested. 
The third step of the conversion equation is educate, educate. And this is where a lot of people go wrong. I see things all the time on social media, email, whatever it might be. Even when I get, you know, not anymore that much, but I still get some snail mail. People are missing the educate and they go right to buy this, get this, do this, you know, go into my funnel, whatever it is. Now you provide education and you do that with some data, with a fact, with something that again, keeps me in uptime and interested going, oh, I just learned something from you. Now that you've done that, we're at step four and step four is offer. And the offer must be really hear this low or no cost. It, it has to be basically no risk at all. If the offer, somebody sent me an offer, it's like, hey, I saw a press release about your book and uh, instantly went right to the offer. Uh, I want to send you uh, an article and this with your book and this and this and click here. It's $5,000. And I'm like, okay, goodbye. I don't even know who you are. They didn't interrupt me. They certainly didn't engage me. They didn't educate me. And the offer had a lot of risk to it. So interrupt, then you engage, then you educate, and then you reach out your hand like you would in a normal conversation and you simply make a low or no risk offer. That is how to use the conversion equation. There's a ton of case studies in the book. So you can live vicariously through other people and go, oh, that's sort of like me. I could apply it here, apply it there. Wow. And I, the conversion equation, you guys have to grab this book uh, if you're listening, because I'm, I'm interested to even hear more of these case studies and how to actually apply these, these tactics, because each of them are essential to the next stage, right? Something that feels organic, right? And that's how a lot of people will respond better to our offers. So that was interrupt, engage, educate, and make an offer. You got it. Yes, that's incredible. We'll talk a little bit too. I know that in, in your current business, you're, use, you're utilizing this. You have the modern coaching method. So talk to us a little bit about that as well and how, how that sort of fits in together. Awesome. Thanks for that. So my brand and my company name is Heartrepreneur. And behind the conversion equation is really what Heartrepreneur stands for, which is transparency, integrity, and authenticity. There's enough people teaching marketing and sales and Facebook ads and funnels. None of that resonates with me. It doesn't feel transparent. It doesn't feel an integrity. It doesn't feel authentic. And so I started realizing that there's a ton of people in my same profession, coaching, consulting, speakers, right? Trainers, authors, and they were all resorting to what everybody else was doing. They're like, oh, I better do Facebook ads. I better do a blog. I better write articles. Um, I better create a funnel, especially for books, you know, free plus shipping. I go into these all the time and they're, they're just not ethical. It says free plus shipping. And sometimes the shipping is more than I can go buy the book for an Amazon. Like, yeah. that's not cool. Okay. If it's free, just give it away for free. And so I put together the modern coaching method, moderncoachingmethod.com. And I'll tell you why I have worked with about 6,000 clients over these 27 years. And I've helped so many of them become best-selling authors, keynote speakers, highly paid coaches and consultants, six figure, seven figure earners. And people ask me all the time, yes, but how do I do it without doing all that sleazy stuff that everyone else is doing? And I'm like, well, that's what I teach. 
And then I realized I'll just put the program together so that people don't have to come in and take a lot of time, energy, or sign up to you know be a client of mine. Just make it really simple. I put moderncoachingmethod.com up there. I put a webinar up there. I'm training people and I'm literally giving away not just the method, the method has built into it every tool you need, of course, for interrupt, engage, educate, and offer. It's all done for you. It's plug and play. You take my name and my brand out, you drop your stuff in. You know, my letters, my templates, my checklists, my planners, everything. So that felt really important to me. Yeah. And the only other thing I want to add is I wasn't planning to write an, another book. You know, 46 <laughs> felt like a good number. And that pandemic started mm -hmm. and my company was approached by over 600 businesses asking for help. And there's no way we could take on 600 there, at the time. There's just no way. And I sat down and said, I have to write this book. And um, mm -hmm. thank goodness, Morgan, I got a lot of offers and Morgan James, I just adore them. And they're like, we want this book. And so I went with Morgan James, who got so behind this book and their belief in this book. And it was really done for my passion of how can I help as many businesses as I can in a simple, easy way. And the book was the answer. And then Modern Coaching Method came from that. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I mean, you must be so proud to see how all of these elements come together. I mean, are you surprised at how things have evolved or you, do you feel like it's uh, just happening? <laughs> you know? I love that question. Um, I'm not really surprised because I know that it works and I yeah, know how yeah. businesses, what I'm delighted about and proud about and happy about is every single day I either get testimonials or I get a review. Um, I actually got a snail mail letter from someone who actually implemented something in the modern coaching method in three days and made $26,000. And she's like, I hadn't made that in a month. So that kind of stuff is what juices me i have to say i'm telling you that that must be an incredible feeling for sure are you an author and ready to leverage your book maybe you have a great idea for a course or program but you need help fleshing it out with someone and making sense of what you have if that's you i want to invite you to schedule a free half hour strategy session with me we'll take a look at your content together talk about your goals and i'll provide my professional and honest recommendations no salesy stuff or surprises so to schedule a call visit the authorsleverage.com forward slash course strategy all right now back to the show now let's let's shift gears here and talk a little bit about the authors who are listening the the speakers the experts you know you mentioned that the marketing side of what it takes to, you know, take your work that you've labored over, spent a lot of time to develop and put it out in the world. And many are disappointed that they're not getting as much traction as they thought. I mean, in fact, it's like really burned them, I think, from even wanting to do another and another or to, to know what other possibilities are there. So uh, we'd love for you to speak to them and uh, what comes to mind and how to help them. So the first thing I would say is you have to sit in what I call the CEO chair. So um, I don't want you to think of yourself as I'm the author, I'm the speaker, I'm the coach or whatever label you want to put in there. If somebody says to me, what do you do? I don't say I'm a coach, I'm a consultant, I'm a writer, I'm a speaker. I actually don't typically say that. I say I'm the CEO at Heartrepreneur, which is a marketing agency. 
okay? Hmm. Because I sit in the CEO chair, so I'm not doing the tasks that many people are doing. I'm very transparent and I tell people that's not me posting on social media other than in my Facebook group, Heart mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs, Terry Levine, that's all me. The rest of social media, that's not me. Um, I'm not the one that's sitting and answering every email unless I personally know someone. I'm not the one doing most of the things that people are seeing. And I want to be really transparent with people. That's because I'm in the CEO chair. So I always think like, I happen to adore Steve Jobs. I'm an all Apple gal. And so I'm like, would Steve Jobs have been doing this? No, I'm not doing it. (laughs) That's one piece. The second piece is you are not in the business that you think you're in. You're in the business of marketing. So you're in the business of, if you're an author, your business is marketing your books. If you're a speaker, your business is marketing your speaking. You know, if if you're a coach, a consultant, whatever, a realtor, it doesn't matter. And you've got to understand that a tremendous amount of marketing has to happen. Now, it can happen ethically using the conversion equation. It can happen with transparency, integrity, and authenticity. It can be easy, effortless, joyful, and fun. That's all I teach is stuff that's really fun. Let me say one other thing about that is don't follow what everybody else is doing. Mm. Okay? Don't, just because you see you know, a bunch of authors doing acts or people tell you you have to have a blog or whatever, don't do it for those reasons. Understand that you've got to be marketing your business, your books, your speaking, whatever it is, and do it in a way that feels good for you. Obviously, I love to write. So I write for five magazines. I write columns. I can't stop writing. I'm clearly addicted to writing. That's easy, effortless, joyful, and fun. And every day people find me from that, right? Um, I love to be like with people like you and get to do an interview and share value. That's easy, effortless, joyful, and fun. I don't love sitting on social media, quite frankly, and seeing that somebody, you know, had eggs for breakfast or pray for their cat. (laughs) That's just, it's not for me. So I want you to understand you have to be in the business of marketing. I'll make a very clear point. One of the books that I wrote and got a beautiful advance for years ago called The Successful Coach. Uh, Wiley was the publisher, and I had two co-authors, Dr. Lorena Case and Dr. Joe Vitale, a good friend of mine. That book was wonderfully done. They did a great job. The amount of marketing that I had to do for that book, that was a full-time job. Okay, You get an advance. You're expected to sell copies of the book. It's not like, great. And what I tell authors all the time, and this is a true statistic from Amazon, is if you're a self-published author, The average author on Amazon never in the lifetime of their book sells 100 copies of their book. I'm not saying this to discourage you. I'm saying this to encourage you to understand you must learn marketing. And that's why I want you to have the formula. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I wrote it down. You have to be in the business of marketing. Because, I mean, even thinking back to your previous businesses that, you know, that you were able to grow and scale, I mean, it seems like, again, marketing is at the heart of that. You have to be in the business of sharing it. And the point that you made also is that it has to be easy, effortless, joy. Well, can you repeat those again? Because that's such a great indicator. Like, you know. Well, easy, effortless, joyful, and fun. And the minute it isn't, for me, it's a no. No matter what it is, and certainly in marketing, like 
someone showed me something the other day and they're like, oh, this is what we're using. You you could use this. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> it doesn't resonate with me. No, thank you. <laughs> nope, nope. And I'm curious, I mean, why, you know, I just wonder about our, our behavior as entrepreneurs and people, you know, why we shy away from marketing and seeing it for what it really needs to be in our businesses and to grow it. Um, yeah. What, what are your, your thoughts on why people are held back from doing it? Key question. I'm really glad you did ask that question. And most entrepreneurs having worked with, you know, 6,000 um, plus, what we do is we go into a business because we get so excited about it and we're so passionate about it. Or we write a book in that way, or we want to speak on a platform and, and it's like, oh my gosh, just want to share this. We're so excited. Mm. However, we're not excited about the marketing of it because that's not what we got into business for. Like, I didn't get into business to be a marketer. If you don't market, here's what happens. You have this, let's say it's a book. Mm. You have this amazing book. It becomes the best kept secret. No one has it. No one reads it. You don't create value. So this is the shift that I made years ago. And I think this will help the audience. I used to make this really interesting lemonade that had a lot more in it than lemons. And everyone that was in my family would rave about it. And I had one of my family members say, like, anybody who doesn't have your lemonade doesn't have the secret. So a friend of mine who was not a family member traveled from a long distance, came to my home, it was a very hot day. And I said, do you want some lemonade? And the person said, Sure. So I gave them the lemonade and they said, how come you didn't like ever post this recipe like on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, share it. This is so different. And I went, cause I'm selfishly keeping it as a secret. So now that woke me up. It's like, wait a minute, hmm. Terry, if you have a book that can help people, if you have a talk that can help people, a video, a podcast, a blog, a service, a product, and you don't tell anyone that would be like a new restaurant opening up in town that has the best food and says shh don't tell anyone okay it doesn't make sense so that was my kind of aha could have had a v8 moment like oh always be marketing i say to my clients mm -hmm. abm always be marketing there you have it wow. <laughs> that's incredible because i i'm i literally have talked to you know, entrepreneurs and business owners who don't want to, you know, finish the book or to do the book, or in my cases, authors come to us to help them take their books and make them into online courses. And one of the biggest challenges that I hear come up is like, well, I'm not sure how we're going to market this. It's like, because of that piece alone, they don't even want to consider, or it's more challenging for them to consider even creating what's in their, what's in their mind to do. So let me speak to that. First of all, I am a huge fan. Like one of my passions is seeing people take the contents of the book and put it in an online course. And I actually say to a lot of potential authors, don't write the book unless you'll make an online course out of it. And they're like, what? I'm like, that is a way, and we'll talk about leverage. That is a way to leverage your brand and leverage your book. And if you think about it, if you just go through and read a book, and I'm an avid reader, it's like, oh, that was a really good idea. And then the book goes where? It goes on my bookshelf. <laughs> I, I don't implement, right? And I, I, it was a great book. Nothing happens. 
Now, there's a book that I read years and years ago, and it was in a totally different business of my rehab business. And it was a book that had like practice building techniques for physical therapists. Well, what that very brilliant company did is they took that book and they put it in an online course. I not only bought the course, it was a lot of money too. It was like 10 grand. Mm -hmm. That's when I started implementing the book. That's when I realized, oh my gosh, this book is a million times better than I thought. That's when I started sharing the book and talking about the book. And that's when their book that went from a book that maybe 200 people had ever downloaded literally went to a book that thousands of people downloaded. So a couple of points. Number one, your book needs to be an online course. So if you take what I have at the conversion equation and you look at modern coaching method, exactly what I did. Okay. Exactly what I did. The name isn't the same. It's the same concepts. The second thing for you to think about is you're going to have to sell a heck of a lot of books, a heck of a lot of books to make money. So, so if you, you know, if you self publish and you have a book for 15 bucks, that's nice. You still don't make 15 bucks. Amazon's going to get their cut or books and over. Let me tell you, when you have an advance from a publisher, I make a couple of dollars when someone buys a book and Kindle, you can forget it. Like I almost make nothing. So where do I make the money? People say all the time, well, you know, recently somebody bought 600 copies of the conversion equation and someone said to me, well, that should help you. I'm like, help me what? That should help the 600 people in your company that you bought the book for. It yeah. doesn't really help me. Yeah. It's the publisher in Amazon. So how do you really want to help people? If you really want to impact people and then make money, your course is going to turn your book into a brand and it's going to become the lead generator. It's going to become the money. It's going to become the basis of having, if you choose coaching and consulting programs and VIP programs and masterminds and the basis of you being a speaker. I got that all out. That's all very important. <laughs> I mean, that is literally the leverage path, you know, for, for authors, right? Starting with that book, it's, it doesn't just stop there. There's so much more potential that you can get from it. And I think that, uh, you know, the point that you had made there as well about, you know, what you can do with your book once you have it. I know that for some authors, many of them have maybe had a book out for a number of years or, you know, several months. Do you feel like there's a, a cutoff point where maybe the to put in the energy and effort to do something else with it is no longer necessary? Um, Interesting question. So I'm gonna, I won't use the client name. I'm gonna tell you a story about a client and I really want people to live vicariously for right now through this client. When she came to me, I think her book was 15 years old. And when she first had her book out there, she had a pretty good amount of sales. I think she sold about 3000 books, which again, that's pretty darn good, right? Well, 15 years had gone by and she focused on other things. And she's like, I guess I have to do a revised book. And I said, did the information change? She said, no. I said, then all you have to do is a new release. And literally it can be the same book. It can be a different cover. That counts as a new release. Publishers thankfully taught me that. So we changed the cover. We re-uploaded the book to every single platform. We started to do announcements. We had a release party. We had book signings. We had webinars. We had podcasts. She started blogging. And then we created her course. 
her course started getting a ton of people enrolled. I think her course was a hundred, my, my memory could be off, was 197 or $297, wasn't a lot of money. She started getting hundreds of people into the course. From the course, you know, one of the prerequisites of the course was they also needed to have the book. So the book was also selling and the book was a lead generator. All of these things happen as a result within about six months. So she had her course. We developed a consulting program and I got her and helped her to get a TED talk put together and got her on the TEDx stage. So look at how that can work. So I don't care. You can say, oh, my book is old. It's whatever. If the, if the message in the book is still relevant today, your book is relevant and can be revived. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that, because I, I really feel like some just kind of lose hope on that when there really still is there uh, some amazing information and wisdom for the world to hear. So um, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, now, I, I could really talk to you for a long time about this. The same way. <laughs> uh, just such good insight. Oh, my God. So as we start to wrap up here, because I want to uh, be sensitive to time, tell us what is the one thing that you wish authors knew that they just would fully understand and like understand at the core of themselves to help them to the next stage, whatever that next step might be. So I really want this to be, you know, sort of the takeaway. Um, being an author of a book allows you to have influence, allows you to make a difference for people through your book. And you can compound that influence and really make a much bigger difference when you take that book and you create spin-offs of the book, an online course, um, a keynote speech, a signature presentation, and maybe you add things if it resonates like coaching or consulting or what a training, whatever that might be, workshops, um, webinars. And I'm really encouraging you to understand if you really want to reach people and touch their hearts and make a difference and not just be information. A book is information. If you truly want to be transformation, then compound your book and make a bigger difference. I love that. I love that. You guys heard that here. This is the author's leverage. And before I let you go, I'm curious of your thoughts. What is What do you think of when you hear the title of this podcast, which is the author's leverage? Well, first of all, I loved the name. I was so honored when you invited me on. Um, so I love speaking to authors. I love being an author. And then the word leverage is what it's all about. It's extending the way an author can um, not only be more influential, um, literally can make a bigger impact. And leverage to me is a way to expand our influence and our impact. And ultimately, I'll tell you in my experience, that also expands your income. So leverage is a key word. Thank you. I love that. <laughs> Harry, thank you so much for your time and being with us today. This was incredible. Such a great, great conversation. Uh, for those who are listening, everything that uh, Terry mentioned today will be in the show notes. And I encourage you all to check out the Conversion Equation book, as well as 
uh, modern, the modern coaching method. Uh, it's such a great way to teach your, you know, your methodology is by having it front and center for someone to go to and experience themselves. So that's awesome. Thank you again for being here. And this does it for another episode of The Author's Leverage. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Author's Leverage. You can subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. Hey, do me a favor. If you found this helpful, leave us a review and share this episode with someone it could help along their journey. To check out more resources, visit theauthorsleverage.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time.